Hello there. This is First Lady Al. And I'm Pastor Jake. And this is the Riding with the Radfords podcast, the podcast for covenant couples and those who want to be. Today's episode is sponsored by VVS Sound Academy. That's for all of our musicians and producers out there. You can make amazing sounding music because VVS believes you have something to say and people need to hear it. So you can use the equipment you already have and maximize its potential, making music that sounds like you have a major label behind you. So if you're ready to make a diamond, head right on over to VVS Sound Academy at thevvsacademy.com. So today, I believe we're talking about real love in a real world. Yes, that's real deep. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, February is the month of love, uh, so people say, I guess, because it houses Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as soon as Christmas is over, you walk into places like Walmart and shopping centers and you see all these hearts and cherubs cupids everything's so lovely oh yeah blissful chocolates flowers there's also areas with sexy lingerie oh right but back to the to the topic at hand real love Mm -hmm. in a real world right it's 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 important that we take the rose-colored glasses off for some of us, we've been married long enough to either have lost the rose-colored glasses or change the prescription. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but uh, covenant love, it requires, it demands that we see things from a a realistic point of view. Not not doesn't mean we have we can't dream. Doesn't mean we can't um, look fondly. Uh, on moments, but we we have to, as John P. Key says, look at this thing like it's show sure enough is. True that. Um, and I think it's a lot of people who are in covenant um, fail or neglect to take that into account um, that sometimes we can have this caricature of what we thought marriage should be and bypass the reality of it, of it all together. Right. And I think that that's probably one of the reasons we are the poster children um, for premarital counseling, mm-hmm. for um, taking time to invest in knowing one another outside of them coming to us and saying, we love each other. Oh, yes. You know, we're oh, yes. in love um, and not necessarily digging deeper you know, because we ask the hard questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to bring a dose of real talk. Real talk, because once you say I do, once you, once the, the confetti is thrown, the um, party favors have been put away, mm-hmm. you have to go about the, the business of living together, of right. dwelling together, right. growing together. Um, and because we're different, because we are um, from different camps, grew up differently, raised differently, different ideologies, we have to f- be realistic in finding the happy medium, finding where those 
roads converge mm -hmm. and um, create something new in the earth. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this is not necessarily the Disney fairy tale? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry. So sorry. So I sorry. mean, happily ever after. Yeah. There is, ha there is happily ever after. There right. is definitely happily ever after. Um, but it's a process. It is a process. It's a process. And this is not, it, please don't, don't, don't. Don't take this as we, this is a good doom and glory. We love oh my marriage. Yes. Hear what I'm saying? We love it. It is mm -hmm. the best thing since pork and beans. Um, but, um, <laughs> it takes work. It, it, it takes work. work. It takes work um, from two able hands mm -hmm. working in conjunction with each other. Um, and it is possible. It is possible. But we have to, I say like I, I recently, um, have adopted this 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 saying this phrase i can't effectively apply the 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 medicine or the cure if i haven't truthfully truthfully diagnosed the problem okay you know i can't right. i can't apply what what will fix or bring solution to a situation or problem if I haven't honestly looked at the problem itself. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? It does. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think looking at um, the covenant, honestly, openly, um, the 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 adjustments that ha that will have to be made mm -hmm. as we move along, looking at them with, with a critical eye mm -hmm. um, so that we're not blindsided. That's a good word. So the word, yeah. That's not, a good word. Taken aback. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because I think the more that we talk to people, um, the covenant couples that are already in this thing, a lot of times it's them coming in saying, I thought it was going to be like this. Yeah. I thought she or he was going to bring me breakfast in bed, um, you know, take care of the, the children or cook three times a day or be mm -hmm. a stay-at-home yeah. mom or this yeah. or that, Yeah, I thought that's what things were going to be like. And then it didn't turn out to be that way. Not so. And so then they signed enough for divorce court. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's when we come in with the dose of reality to say that was not a real, a realistic, I guess, you know, expectation. Let's back up. And let's talk about what practical things need to be in place for you and your household to work. Yeah. yeah. Because we are uniquely us. Exactly. And so even when we got into covenant, I couldn't look at my mom or your mom and how they ran our households as we were growing up in rural Arkansas in many areas, you know, and equate that to Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm the hustle and bustle of what life is for us and what those expectations could be. Um, that just wouldn't be fair to either one of us. Exactly. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So, so how do we, how do we first lady, <laughs> how do we um, begin to look at this covenant um, realistically? How do we, yeah. how do we look at this thing? Like it, but like we should. Yeah. Um, um, not just responsibly, but intelligently. How do right. we look at this thing 
you know, uh, with an eye for the future. Mm-hmm. You know, look at this thing. Look at this thing like like we're in it for the long haul. Right. How do we do that? I think you already said it. You know that we have to be realistic, and oftentimes people come to us with unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't be. Um, you can't put people in a box. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I don't necessarily believe that people need to lower their standards. You know, you, you need to have an idea yeah. of what you're looking for, right? So you ha- you can't just say, um, I want a man. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> guess what? You can, you, just, you get can just get a man. Or I, I want a woman. I, I'm ready for a wife. You know, you can just get that. And so I think that I I was talking to you not too long ago about the fact that we've been together since we were 17 years old. At 17 years old, I was not in a position to say, I want a man that's got a job and a 401k and his own car and doesn't live with his mama. That's not realistic. <laughs> no. Not for the age and stage we were in. And so I think sometimes, you know, people come to the table with what they think another person should have or what they should represent. And it's like, I I need you to be realistic. Okay. I mean, if you're 50, 55, 60, and we're starting this thing over again, maybe I, I can't expect you to run 100 miles a minute or... You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. or begin thinking about starting a family. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's not mm-hmm. necessarily realistic for where we are right now. Yeah. And I think sometimes people need to step back and say, you know, do I have unrealistic expectations, you know, for my spouse? Um even with the expectation of this person to make me happy or to complete me. Yeah. You know, um that's not a fair thing to do to somebody. When I may have some unresolved, you know, baggage issue, mm-hmm. trauma, things that I need to work out, I can't put that type of weight on a person True. to True. think that they can fix all of that for me. So re- be be realistic. Mm-hmm. Be realistic. Just be upfront. Be 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 for real about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that hoping and wishing that. Things are going to be or turn out a, a, a specific way, um, and that's and again, please. This is not to dash hopes. This is not to not to bring doom and gloom. But if, if we don't see it, you, you know that, that I think about that that warning in the mirror. Objects may appear closer. Mm-hmm. That's an optical illusion. It is. It's an optical, and they ha- they put that warning there so that you don't make the adjustments based on how it looks mm-hmm. it's telling you hey they may look they may appear closer than they really are mm-hmm. so calculate let that be factored into your calculation yeah when you make that move mm-hmm. and i think it, we have to we have to see things and and be upfront mm-hmm. about um our desires our hopes our dreams our 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 woes, mm-hmm. our um, our fears, mm-hmm. so that so that your spouse, your covenant partner, 
um, can take that information and and I'm going to use this educational term, disaggregate. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Yes. You like that? <laughs> Taking some data. Huh? You, you like that? Yes. Take the data. Take yeah. what you know. Take mm-hmm. what you have, have, have gained, the evidence you've gained, and process it so that you can get the best outcome. Right. And, and in doing that, processing it is kind of like internal. Mm-hmm. You know, so our, our next idea would be to be responsive. You know, so now that I've done that, I've been realistic. I've, you know, considered, you know, where we are as a couple, whether we're married or preparing to get married. Now I need to respond to what I've seen Mm -hmm. or I need to include my partner in that revelation, you know, so that we can advance together, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that responsive piece also um, extends to... um, Gauging your spouse, being responsive to the changes that are taking place. Mm. You know, (laughs) most of the times we've 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 counseled people, and some of the most fiercest moments have been from those from those individuals who were inflexible. Yeah, who wanted who wanted the same, you know, twenty three year old spouse uh, at forty three. so forget three kids later, mm-hmm, <laughs> two mm-hmm. mortgages. Right. You know, I want the 23-year-old spouse that hung from the chandelier. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that you may not find that in the 43-year-old spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being responsive to those changes, right. being responsive to um, what, what your spouse is communicating, you know, verbally and non-verbally, mm-hmm. you know, hearing the person, hearing mm-hmm. your spouse, really hearing them. You know, I think that's that's that goes into that responsive piece as well. Yeah. Um, because we can get, um, Noel Jones talked about several years ago about, you know, uh, being taken for granted is the highest form of compliment, the highest compliment, um, if we're not careful, we can be with our spouse to an extent to where we start taking them for granted. Yeah, we start assuming that they're just going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 had we dealt with something like that. You mm-hmm. know, I think about the the whole the whole um, dry cleaning debacle, mm-hmm. <laughs> the dry cleaning incident, <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. just assuming because you've always done it. Yeah. That you'll continue to do it. Right. Um, and you know what? I think this is probably one of the more important pieces of this conversation because responsiveness really has to deal with communication. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when we're sitting across the table talking to couples um, in a constructive way, um, that's what's lacking. Yeah. You know, so to be able to go through a change of life, even like for, for myself, you know, um, to have maybe menopause or after the birth of a child or any of these things. And like you said, making assumptions mm-hmm. is the wrong route to take. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's equally on both sides that for me as as a wife, for you to be able to say something is different. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm sensing that you're not yourself or not feeling a particular way. Mm-hmm. 
I owe it to you to be able to say, you know what, my body's changing. This has nothing to do with how I feel about you or that I don't find you attractive, et cetera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it opens the door for understanding, you know, um, mm -hmm. reflection mm -hmm. and to and I, I think a greater connection. Yeah. You know, because it's very intimate to be able to say, I'm going through a personal, a physical you know, change as a man, as a woman, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, and to be able to invite your your partner, your spouse into that, um, I think is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that response, being responsive, um, it, it it's going to help um, take those girls' colored glasses off, being, being able to truly hear one another. Pay attention. Uh, pay attention, mm -hmm. yeah. Being, being able just to, Say hey, I'm 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 here. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not. I'm not just physically here, but I'm mentally engaged. Right. I'm emotionally engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, those things are important. Those mm -hmm. things are especially, especially if you've if you've if you've put some time. If you if you guys have if if your covenant has some miles on it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really you really don't want to start assuming. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very important. So we're, we're almost about done here. What's that, what's that last part we, we, we talked about? So be romantic. Be so romantic. here we are, like I said, in the month of love and, you know, thinking about people that's been at it for a minute. Mm -hmm. So how important is romance? Oh, you at you asking I'm me? I'm asking you. Oh, you asking Yes. Me? You asking me? <laughs> how important is romance? Oh, romance is... It's it's a, it's the creme creme de la creme <laughs> of 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 all things important in a relationship. Oh, now, it's not the only. It's thing, not the only. No, but but it's it, it's one of the gooder parts of of our of our covenant relationship, and you have to keep working at it. That's hard. You have to keep working at it because you think you 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 made it to this person for life. And if you're not all if you're not constantly looking to improve, looking to do better, you can find yourself in ruts. In a rut. And so that's unconscious though. Yeah. Because I think in our situation, um, similar to what you just said about the highest compliment mm -hmm. is, you know, taking someone for granted. I think because we have a flow, and we established an understanding very early in our relationship on what we were going to put stock in. Mm -hmm. And so romance is important. We love connecting with each other and being intimate and things like that. But we're easy. We, we are very comfortable chilling and watching TV, you know, going out to just grab some French fries or something, not – you know what I mean? Not necessarily being so impressed with roses and candies and all of that. Like yeah. we've never said that we placed a lot of emphasis on that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's still important to be thoughtful. Yeah, It's still important to make your spouse feel wooed, you know, and, and courted um, throughout your marriage. Most You definitely. know, and so I think that we have to make a conscious effort to not just be 
friend, buddy, buddy. We just like hanging <laughs> with each other. Mm-hmm. But to actually make some effort to say, you know what? I need to be a little bit ro- romantical mm. <laughs> with this. That's a new one. <laughs> romantical. <laughs> I sure love you. I do. I, I love do. you. I do. Take us home, First Lady. Well, I think, you know, um, we talk about takeaways. We talk about pillow talk, time to share with one another. And there's something that's been on my heart, you know, that I want to tell people, since this is riding with the Radfords, you know, the things that we leave with you, that is for you to ride with it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe jump in the car, ride out somewhere, and then just share with each other, you know, are we doing these things? That's good. You know, um, we're, we're, we're not here just to talk. You know, and I, I understand it's a podcast. I understand that people will be listening. But the information and the conversations that we have, we're, we're a married couple. You know, we go through a lot of the same things that our congregants go through, that those others that come to us um, are going through. And so I think, you know, in this situation— Sit back and ask yourself first, am I realistic? You know, especially for those people who go around the same circle all the time, you know, arguing that intense fellowship, you know, find themselves hitting those same um, snags in their relationship a lot. I think they need those are the people that really need to step back and say, am I being realistic? You know, am I putting too much, you know, uh, expectation on someone that cannot do the things that I'm expecting them to do. Wow. You know, and so I think that's an honest reflection that needs to happen. And then I also think that when we talked about being responsive, that's something else that um, we do vision checks at our church, you know, and that it's important for me to check myself to say, am I responsive? Have I shared out, you know, um, with my spouse? That's something that's mainly hard for men to do, you know, um, and it's easy to not necessarily be as attentive. And so, you know, I would encourage people to just stop and ask themselves these questions, you know, and our final point about being romantic. You know, do I take my spouse for granted? Do I take time outside of a Valentine's Day, a birthday? Christmas? Do I need a special occasion to initiate romance? If that's the case, then that needs to be evaluated too. Because these are the things that are the just because that's more meaningful. You are preaching to me. (laughs) You better stop. (laughs) You better stop. (laughs) Oh, well, hope you got something out of this podcast um, today um, our desire is, is always to strengthen the marriage covenant um, and to empower those who are in it uh, and those who want to be um, we hope that we will be one of your podcasts from here on out that you favor um, if you don't mind you know um, just drop us a line let us know you know, what you liked, what you didn't like, so we can continue to make this better. Mm. Um, 
and consider consider um just being a regular listener and we our desire our, our promise is to be constantly real mm-hmm. relevant always uh, and relational mm-hmm. i'm pastor jay i'm first lady al and you've been riding with the radfords we'll see you next time peace out ah yeah